Welcome back to the Auto What Podcast. I'm Amon Bashir, and co-hosts of this podcast with me is uh, Keegan On, Robert Trell, and our guest is Jantine Van Krechten, the Director of Communications for Ottawa Tourism. Is that right? That's, that's correct. Okay. Very well. Pronunciation is right <laughs> yeah, and everything? Yeah. Fantastic. Excellent. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, and you? Great, great. I'm doing well. And uh, we just wanted to thank you, first of all, for joining us. It's great and to be here, yeah. As part of a reward, we have some beer for you. Sweet. Um, <laughs> but I think Keegan... Oh, yes. Before we do that, yeah. Jantine, could you uh, give us a quick rating on Amon's introduction? We like to have, <laughs> have uh, some feedback for our, our hosts. Well, it was uh, well pronounced, mm-hmm. uh, which is bonus points because it doesn't always work that well or that way. <laughs> uh, it was short, sweet, to the point, mm-hmm. so that also works in your favor. It wasn't long and rambling. Great. Uh, I'd give it a solid seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven That's and nice. Half. That's nice. Okay, I like it. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, we have some beer with us. Uh, Rob, do you want to talk about the beer? We do. This is another beer from the Great Lakes Brewing Company. Uh, this one is called the Karma Citra. IPA. Nice. Uh, it, it, this is a very interesting looking beer, and I'm, I'm looking at ratebeer.com. It's 99 out of 100. So this is That's seems a like it's going to be a very good beer. I hope so. Uh, so you guys can give it a try, and I'll tell you a bit about it. So news of any new hop coming from the Yakima Valley perks the ears of IPA mm. brewers everywhere. <laughs> but with Citra, things were different. Is <laughs> I'm getting. What, what do you think, Keegan? It's definitely citrus. It's, it's hoppy. It's hoppy and Keegan like hates hops. Oh, you're not a hop head? No. Oh. Hop head, I like that. <laughs> you, you don't like it, do you? That's great. <laughs> you send us some? You can be honest. Like, we ha- they, they haven't sponsored us. Yeah, <laughs> we try to be sponsor friendly on the podcast. Yes. But in all fairness, we bought this, so you can be honest. It's distinct. <laughs> that's, that's a good word. <laughs> I think it's more just that you don't like it. There's nothing that's wrong great. with it in general. I, guess <laughs> I I really enjoy it. It um it's like a I, I think it, I, I would drink this more in the summertime than yeah. than maybe at this time of year. But uh, no, I, I really enjoy it. I, I, you can really taste. I guess it's the citrus, but I yeah. can't uh, I can't tell. I, I'm I'm really bad at telling what else is in it. But mm-hmm. it, it is hop heavy, I guess, and uh, it's it's good though. And I, cloudy, I, I like it. Cloudy. It is cloudy. It is cloudy. I, yeah. I always like beers that are a little cloudy. Yeah, rather than the totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it too. Because yeah, I mean, you feel like you're in for a bit more of an experience, exactly. right? And what I like about this is that it has a really nice aroma too. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. very refreshing. That's it. It we, would be good on a summer patio. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Rob? Uh, it reminds me of Shot Top, mm-hmm. yeah. but I don't. I I think this is better. I I never really cared much for Shot Top, but I like this. Yeah. Okay. I'm satisfied. I would be fine drinking this. You, you know, when you, you get the shock top, they give you the, the orange inside. Yeah. I would be fine without an orange. Yeah. Like it, it has just enough already, right? Yeah. It doesn't good. need the gimmick. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So we'll be sipping on that throughout this episode. And uh, to begin, we always like to talk to our guests and find out sort of where they're coming from. So sure. could you give a bit of a, an origin story, a background on where you're from and sure. sort of how you got to where you are? Well, I was, I was born and grew up near Windsor, Ontario, sure. so a small town called yep. Amherstburg. Uh, but I came to university in Ottawa in the <clears throat> 80s, late 80s, but 80s nonetheless, <laughs> sure. uh, and liked it so much that I stayed. So I've been in Ottawa since uh, the late 80s and okay. uh, went to the University of Ottawa, did poli-sci, of course, because that's yeah. what one does when one comes to Ottawa. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Love the uh, bilingualness of the of the university and of this of the city, 
uh, love the location of the University of Ottawa, fell in love with the Byward Market. Um, my first job out of university, I actually worked for a city councillor. So I was a councillor's assistant answering the phone, getting yelled at when the snow wasn't plowed or when the <laughs> garbage oh, wasn't picked up. And that was actually an eye-opening and character-building uh, uh, job because I, I learned how things work in Ottawa. I learned, yeah. I met a lot of people because almost everybody at some point comes through a councillor's office. Sure. Uh, developers and festival organizers and just everybody. Um, and then when I left, I worked for two different city councillors representing downtown wards, including the second councillor I worked for represented Sandy Hill and the Byward Market area. Okay. Yeah. And Lower Town. That's um, an interesting area. Exactly. <laughs> we were kept hopping. There was a lot yep. going on. <laughs> Never a dull moment. Sure. Um, and then uh, the Byward Market BIA, the yep. Business Improvement Area, the Merchants <laughs> Association, they were looking for a special events coordinator and I had attended all the events that the Byward Market at that point was putting on and knew some of the players and the people and I lived in the neighborhood uh, so that was kind of a natural progression and then about a year later the executive director it was only a two-person office okay. but about a year and a bit later the executive director left and I applied for the executive director position and moved into that one where it actually built on the City Hall experience because we did a lot of lobbying and, and working with city councillors and police and social service agencies and residents groups and whatnot. Right. And then uh, about, I can't believe it, but it's been 11 years I've been with the uh, with Ottawa Tourism as a director of communications. So that was as the director. As a director. Really. So it's it it's when I say it out loud, it seems so long. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's another job where honestly, it's always something different. It's always something new. Sure. Um, a lot of things. It seems like oh, you know when I talk to people who aren't in the industry and who, who don't do what I do for a living and they, they're like, well, what could you possibly be promoting about Ottawa? And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, I can't <laughs> keep up. Like, I, I need to... I, I love learning little bits about everything that's happening. And I yeah. love just my personality and, you know, I'm a trivia person, so I, I love knowing a little bit about a lot of different things. Sure. I'm not a subject matter expert, but I'm sure. a generalist. And yeah. mm -hmm. it just... It's fun. Like, I, I treat it as a... A challenge when a journalist contacts us and says, okay, well, we need information on, you know, ethnic communities or on, you know, outdoor adventure, bungee jumping. And it's like, okay, I can find out about that. <laughs> right. Even stuff that's not in my personal wheelhouse. I, right. I love learning bits and pieces about this city and this whole region. Yeah. So it's been fascinating. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, going back a bit, you said uh, the second, the second councillor you worked for was Sandy Hill, Lower Town yeah. Market area. Uh, what was the first? First councillor, she represented uh, Old Ottawa East yeah, uh, and Street. Sandy Hill. Yeah. Oh, okay, and then they cool. split up the wards and reallocated re things, okay. so redesigned the wards, so That's it wasn't exactly the same. Okay, And cool. she lost, so like I, <laughs> she lost in the election. I thought she was going to win, and then I found out, oh, you know, in two weeks you're going to be unemployed. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> Luckily, the second councillor that I worked for, he had 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 his office staffed but he there was a falling out or there was a problem with one of the people that was supposed to work for him and so he found himself two weeks out without somebody in his office and and I had the at least a little bit of experience knew how things work so it was a, a match made in heaven that really worked out yeah. that's yes. cool could you uh could you speak to some of the the interesting things that uh might have come up in your time working for the two counselors oh for the counselors yeah. oh all sorts of stuff I mean from you know OC transpo stories to uh, public housing and um, uh, festivals were a lot of festivals started like Blues Fest started at that time oh, right. yeah. yeah it was just a, it was a fun time my my 
I don't know if I could call this my favorite story, but one of the most unique <laughs> stories was um, I had a call and the, the, it was an older woman who called and she said she had a complaint to make because the city moved her house. And I, I what? thought, what now? And she's like, I went to sleep and I woke up in the morning and I, I don't recognize anything. So the city came and they moved my house. I realized as I talked to her, because my first instinct was like, okay, this woman's crazy. Uh. Uh, but it, it turned out that she was... Uh, she was uh, suffering from alzheimer's and she had wow. honestly got confused and the more i talked to her because I, I asked well what can you see because i was trying to figure out who she was yeah. this is, these are in the days before there was call display so i couldn't trace of course like sure. the the number yeah, yeah i'm old oh, <laughs> so, <wow. laughs> way back when <laughs> but it, yeah it ended up we, it was somebody we knew and she called our number the counselor's number because she had a, a fridge magnet that right. had his number on it so ah. by following all these clues we were able to figure out who she was and, okay and we called we actually knew her son so we called the son who came and, and dealt with the situation so she wow. she got help but I, I actually Fast. felt at the end of that day it's like okay that, that was a good day like yeah we, we helped people that's it so yeah. that's, that's we couldn't a... always help people but uh, that was a good day sure that's a mystery in itself that's yeah. really cool <laughs> that's great and uh, so, yeah, you, you went from there and then you did, uh, sorry, where did you say to you the went? the Byward Market. Uh, Byward Market. And what did you do? So we did special events um, and some of the events are still running. So the Winterlude Stew Cook-Off, for instance, sure. uh, is part of Winterlude, right. where 20 some different restaurants from the Byward Market prepare stew and then it's, now it's under a tent. They got smarter after huh. we left. Yeah. <laughs> Back in our day, we did it outdoors regardless of the weather. So we had one, you know, a couple days or a couple years where it was perfect weather and, you know, minus five or or something but bright and sunny and perfect we had one year where it was minus four billion and the we gave out water bottles and some of the water actually froze <laughs> oh, wow. it was that cold okay. we had another year where it was snowing those big wet snowflakes you know the really large ones so we had celebrity judges and by the end of it they were covered they looked like snowmen they were just oh, covered no. in snow. we had a windy year like every year it was something different sure there was a mother's day fashion show at the time there was uh the Great Pumpkin Way Off for a few years. So the, those people who grow those giant pumpkins. Oh, yeah. We, actually, right. we were the first ones in Canada, I believe, to break the 1,000-pound mark. I think they're up to 2,000 oh, pounds wow. now. Oh, okay. At the time, that was huge. 1,006 pounds. I still remember. <laughs> That's fantastic. And what's what's the goal there? Why? why like, it you, was to bring people in, to promote I the Byward Market area and okay. to bring people downtown and shopping, dining, just promoting the area. Okay. So there's BIAs around the city. Yeah, so yeah, There's something that. like 20-some now. The Glebe is a more recent addition. Yeah. Uh, Bank Street, Rideau Street, right. uh, even Carp Road, or Carp has a BIA or maybe even two okay uh, Orleans uh, right. they're all over the place wow. sure that's really cool mm -hmm. okay and then you moved into your current position as director so, yep, of communications to Ottawa Tourism in the end of 2003 yeah and what, what I love about that what I love about just hearing what people working in different places is hearing how long they're doing it yeah obviously <laughs> I mean I know you're saying I've been there forever but being there as long as you have I mean that's really impressive right because that's a testament to the organization yeah it it, it is well, to me, it's it's the job. It's I, I really, truly enjoy what I do. I okay. look forward to going to work, and I get to meet people from around the world and show off Ottawa. Sure. So we literally yeah. we have people from China, from Japan, from Mexico. This Winterlude, we had Brazilians and Mexicans come to town, and they embraced <laughs> Winterlude. And you remember this year how cold oh, it was. Yeah. They were they were on fire. They like I kept saying to them, "Are you okay?" Like, Do I, yeah. We gave them those hot shots, you know, the hand warmers and the foot warmers. And yeah. it was like, "Are you okay?" And yeah. we kept checking in on them. Sure. But they were just. 
blown away by the idea of ice slides in Jacques Cartier Park or skating on the Rideau <laughs> yeah. Canal Skateway or the ice sculptures in Confederation Park. Oh, yeah. I remember one year somebody had said, well, I saw on the itinerary that there were ice sculptures, but I was picturing, you know, like at a, at a hotel banquet, you know, a nice swan right. that, that's maybe a foot high. It's like, but you mean ice sculptures. Like, no. there's, there's dozens of them. We're talking about huge. chainsaws. And like, exactly. Yeah. So for, that, for them, from Brazil and Mexico, and we've had Germans and people from the UK, in the states they go crazy because they don't see this where they're from right. so for them it's exotic and again people who live and work in their day-to-day -day life and they're not involved in tourism they don't think of ottawa as exotic but oh, yeah. it depends where you're from right like, it depends yeah. what you're used to yeah. this is exotic for some people yeah so i i love that aspect of my job that i get to see ottawa through others' eyes. And that's not something that the average person gets to see. No, not at all. Although, I would argue that we all have a role to play in being an ambassador for Ottawa. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're walking Great. down the street, especially in the summer where tourists are thick on the ground, and you see them that they're trying to take a picture, and, you know, like, I drive my husband crazy because I'm always like, do you want, be, do you want me to take the picture for you? Like, <laughs> sure. You can all be in the picture. And, yeah, and, yeah. Or, or, or can I help you find something? Like, especially guys, you don't want to say, are you lost? Because the answer yeah. will always be no. <laughs> but if guys don't get at, lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if I see them looking at, at uh, either a map or if they can't find their way around, it's always like, can I help you find something? Right. Or can I go. help you, you know? You know what you're doing, obviously, but maybe I can help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So, so in, oh. in an official capacity, you're mentioning that people from, like, there are people from Brazil and Mexico this year. How do they get in contact with Ottawa Tourism? How do right. you, like, what? Because we don't have offices in Brazil yeah. or Mexico. No. Right. However, we partner with Ontario Tourism and with the Canadian Tourism Commission. Okay. And the Canadian Tourism Commission, especially, they have offices in the UK, France, Germany. China, Japan, South Korea, Australia, India, Brazil, and Mexico. Wow. And then, of course, the States, Ontario Tourism, and, and yeah. like we all have kind of connections there. But all those city, uh, countries that I just named, we partner with, uh, with Ontario or with uh, the Canadian Tourism Commission. Right. They have the contacts. They have the feet on the ground. We help. Once they've made those contacts, we help show off the country. So often when they're coming that far, they won't just come to Ottawa. They'll also visit Toronto or Montreal or Algonquin Park or even other other cities like Calgary. Like it could be part of a much right. larger trip. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and where are where do you get your information from? Like what are your sources of, of information? I'm on Twitter a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that helps. Me, I get a lot of info from Twitter. It's amazing. I don't believe everything I read, but I, I get the, the, the hints anyways. Um we have a we're a membership based organization, so we okay. have about three hundred and fifty members at Ottawa Tourism. Everything from hotels, some restaurants, attractions like That'll museums. Be... I'm on a lot of mailing lists. I get right. newsletters from every oh, okay. every um, museum, every often from hotels and from restaurants as well. So, and then uh, my colleagues are also very well plugged uh, plugged in. So when they hear things, they I, I tend to be the person in the office that shares. I send out emails every once in a while to all employees saying okay, here's like five things I just learned this week and just little tidbits. So yeah. I've hey. kind of developed that reputation. So when other people hear things, it's like, tell Jantine and she'll tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you, so we, we, when you're talking about your role, you're talking about, uh, you know, 
bringing people from Mexico and 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 Brazil around, yeah. for example, and and you know, you, you touched on a few things already. Could you could you give us like a, a broad outline yeah, of, what, do of I do? <laughs> what a director of communications yeah. does? Because I didn't realize you'd be get to be so hands on. Yeah, I, uh, it's really interesting. So there's kind of three different ways, I guess, that I, I interact. One is we bring people to Ottawa. Yes. So what we were just talking about, people from Brazil or Mexico come to Ottawa and we do varying degrees as, as simple as here's some suggestions of what you could do while you're here, but you're all self-contained and you do your own thing as that's one extreme. And the other extreme is we stay with them all day, every day. So we, we handle their hotel accommodation. We pick them up at the airport. We hold their hand basically and take them for dinner and take them to museums and tours of parliament and walk with them through the Byward market and, you know, kind of interpret the city for them. Uh, that's the other extreme. Okay. And most fall somewhere in between. Like sure, you might right. eat for a meal or a drink or something, but we're not 24 seven with them. Um, then there's me going to where the journalists are. So I attend three, conf four conferences a year um, where it's almost like speed dating. So there's a bunch of journalists and a bunch of people like me that represent cities or provinces or hotels or attractions. Right. And for instance, I'm going in April to New York for Canada Media Marketplace. This is organized by the Canadian Tourism Commission, and it's aimed at American journalists. So there's a couple hundred American journalists and a couple hundred people like me. We have a whole day of 12-minute sessions. I get a little table wow. with Ottawa Tourism, and then you sit down, and you're a journalist. You're from Seattle, and you write about outdoor adventure. Yeah. We have 12 minutes to sort of say, you got to come to Ottawa, and you got to try our, our cycling paths, and you got to do the bungee at Great Canadian Bungee, and you have to go whitewater rafting out in Beechburg, or Ottawa City Rafting that just launched last year right. that does... Uh, uh, whitewater rafting within the city limits or mm. you have to play golf and you have 12 minutes boom 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 bell goes off you leave and go and meet with somebody <laughs> from Whistler and you sit down and you're from New York and you're a food and culinary writer oh you got to come to Ottawa you got to try beaver tails and you got to try uh, you know savor <laughs> Ottawa which is our local food initiative and you have to you know try um uh, pancake shack uh, you know flapjacks pancake yeah, shack yeah, yeah. you gotta try uh, michael holland's place holland's cake and shake for these really cool mini cakes and he makes his own so soft serve ice cream boom 12 minutes boom you're off seeing somebody else and a third person sits down and wants something else you know some other uh, beat so sure, right. again i need to know a little <laughs> yeah. bit about a lot of things <laughs> yeah i'm just pulling this stuff out, <laughs> That's of, my, really intense. out of the air it is by the end of the by the end of it i go back to my hotel room i'm just lying there. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, i can't move yeah it <laughs> I matter what talk to anybody for days <laughs> sure i get that yeah. that's that's amazing so you uh, i now I, I had no idea what the scope was for auto tourism mm -hmm. and and you do a lot for the city a lot more than yeah. i realized originally right yeah and, and i mean my little I'm a little part of Ottawa Tourism bigger machine. Of course. We have our, and sorry, if I can just go back, yes. I talked about three things and I talked oh, about yes. the journalists coming here and me going to the journalists. The third one is when journalists are writing about Ottawa and they need resources or information. So they email and they say, I'm doing a piece and it's really popular now to do roundups. So like 10 great places yes. to have coffee or Right. 16 things you need to know about Canadians. The or, BuzzFeed effect. Yeah. It's, it's, for those of us who like the long form, it is a little maddening. I'm with you, yeah. the, the writing's on the wall, so you have to play the game. So sure. they, they're like, I need stats about the Rideau Canal Skateway, or I need uh, a photo of yoga on Parliament Hill, or I need this. Okay. So we often help remotely. And sometimes we're able right. to upsell, if you will, by saying, oh, you, you might know about this, but did you know about that? And right. we might be able to influence coverage as well. 
That's cool. Neat. So that's kind of the third component. Okay. Um, going back to Ottawa tourism. Yes. Small cog in the wheel of Ottawa tourism. Uh, we have a marketing department, so all the paid advertising. And a lot of people, when I say I work for Ottawa tourism, they're like, well, I've never seen an Ottawa tourism ad. And it's like, no, you haven't, you? because you live here. <laughs> we don't talk to you. We don't want you to come to Ottawa. You're already here. Like, sure. ching We yeah. got you. Makes sense. Uh, we want people from Toronto, Montreal, yeah. the greater you know, GTA and yeah. Quebec and and northeastern U.S., um, that's our audience. So that's where, if you go to Toronto, you'll see our subway advertising or uh, in, in newspapers and magazines and online. We target people outside of Ottawa to bring people to town. Yeah, that so, makes sense. Yeah, marketing is a big, big component of what we do. Um, that also includes our digital marketing, so our online ads, as well as our website and our social media feeds. Yeah. So Ottawa underscore tourism on Twitter. Right. Um, Ottawa tourism on Instagram, Visit Ottawa, and Facebook. Uh, we're very active on social media. Um, then we have our sales side of the organization. Mm-hmm. And that's two components. The lesser known one is called Travel Trade. And Travel Trade is the, the traditional or like the old-fashioned way of putting it would have, would have been like bus tours. Okay. And, and it's, it's so much more than that, but that, that's kind of like the, the Coles Notes version yeah. is bus tours. Right. But it's, it's any sort of package travel, any group travel, or if you're in Germany, for instance, and you want to come to Canada, like first they yeah. have to think of Canada, then they have to think of Ontario, <laughs> then they have to think of Ottawa. But if you're in Germany and you want to come, you may not go to ottawatourism.ca because maybe your English isn't perfect. So you go in Germany to a travel agent or a tour operator and you might purchase a 10-day trip to Canada yeah. that encompasses, you know, you fly to Montreal, you stay a couple nights in Montreal, then you take the train to Ottawa and you spend two nights in Ottawa and you get, or three nights in Ottawa and you get a tour of the Museum of History or the Museum of Nature. That packaging component is my colleagues talking to people in Germany saying, right. you need to put Ottawa on your itineraries and here's what you can do. And a lot of our members work oh, with bigger huh. groups and, and they're able to, uh, to either do the group travel or the individual travel, but it's part of a package that someone else puts together. Right. So that's travel right. trade. Okay. And then the second component of um, sales is conventions. So meetings and conventions. Excuse me. Uh, we have the new, well, it's not new anymore, 2011, <laughs> right. but the Shaw Center, yeah. the former Ottawa Convention Center, a wonderful new facility, or a great facility yeah. for hosting meetings, but a lot of our hotels have meeting space as well for smaller get-togethers, not the huge citywide conferences sure. that go to the Shaw Center, right. but that's a big part of our job as okay. well. Okay. Yeah. How how big is Ottawa Tourism as, as a, from a staffing point of view? Uh, we're about 28 people, 29 people. Oh, wow. oh okay. Yeah. A lot smaller than I thought, actually. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not a government department or anything. No, we no, are, it's not. We are a non-profit organization, so we're not part of the city or part of the province right. or part of the feds. Okay. Uh, we're a non-profit organization, membership-based, um, and, but our funding comes from... Um, Hotels in Ottawa collect a 3% destination marketing fee on their on the occupied hotel rooms. And mm-hmm. this is common across North America. When you stay in a hotel, there's usually an, some, some equivalent of a destination marketing fee. So the Ottawa Gatineau Hotel Association collects the funds from, the, from that, that fee. And then we negotiate, our, our staff and board negotiate with the OGHA on how that's going to be spent for marketing purposes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And we do get funding from our our, um, our members, the membership sure. fees, but that's a small component. And then uh, there is some funding from the provincial government as well. Okay. And then we work closely with the city on different um, uh, 
different projects. It's more a project by project basis. Right. So, so where does the majority of your funding come from? Is the it destination the market. Destination, yeah. I see. Okay, mm-hmm. very cool. Jantine, uh, as someone who works in tourism, I'm curious, do you travel a lot? And if so, where do you like to, to travel? Yeah, to? it's it's funny. For the job, for Ottawa Tourism, there I mentioned the four conferences I go yeah. to. So yeah. the one in the States that I mentioned, Canada Media Marketplace, alternates between New York and San Francisco. Oh. So this year... This year, New York. Next year, San Francisco. Two nice places to exactly. have. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's one called the Travel Media Association of Canada, and that's hosted in a different place every year, usually in Canada, although one year it was in Pittsburgh. Um, this year, it's in Peterborough. Uh, the Society of American Travel Writers, uh, I'm new to that organization, but we're actually hosting the Canadian chapter of the Society of okay. American Travel Writers in May here in Ottawa. So oh. we're going to have 50... Travel writers and industry people. It's not a huge conference, but no. uh, they're coming to Ottawa during the Tulip Festival, which will, should be a lot of fun. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then Go Media Canada Marketplace is also organized by the Canadian Tourism Commission, but it aims at half Canadian journalists and then half from all those countries I mentioned earlier where okay. they have offices. So that to me is the most challenging one because not only do you have to switch your your pitch because you might get asked about culinary and then about adventure, you also switch um, languages and you switch you might have somebody who ha- from China who has an interpreter with him so that's an added right. hurdle and then you go from someone from China who has no clue about or very little information about Canada or about Ottawa so you have to start at the big picture we're the capital of Canada we're right. located here with a big map to the next person who sits down might be from Toronto and has been to Ottawa five times yeah. so you're talking about the hot new restaurant that just opened so you have to go from a th- thirty thousand feet down to like the minutiae of, yeah. of the destination. So <laughs> right. that one's the, the most challenging. And that yeah. conference this year, it rotates throughout Canada. This year, it's in uh, the Okanagan Valley okay. in BC. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Can you speak to how Ottawa tourism has changed in the in the eleven years you've been working there? Uh, budget was a big one. The destination marketing fee definitely made a huge change. Okay. Uh, it brought in a lot more revenue, allowed us to open up to many more markets than we had been in before. Sure. So we could really expand our op- operations. Uh, that was the that by far is the biggest change. Um, there were when I first st- started, there were some pretty lean years there where we were just doing what we could to to try to make a difference, but with very limited budgets. And so when talking about overseas work, it was almost impossible to participate in things overseas just because we didn't have the, the staff or the, or the funding. Um, I think the, the digital revolution is something that's t- touched <laughs> everyone. So I think when I first started, actually when I was with the Byward Market BIA, I helped Ottawa Tourism design their first website, or maybe it wasn't their first website, but it, God, I'm really dating myself, but that's why I remember it. I think it was called tourottawa.org, and I was like, okay. that just right. rolls off the tongue. <laughs> we, we debated about whether it should be ottawatourism.ca or .com, and uh, oh, it was those were interesting years. And now with social media, that's been, in more recent years, a big revolution as well, Which just in, in terms of how we share those stories. And it's, it's a shift in how you think and how you present the information, I'm very detail-oriented, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> um, so I prefer the longer form and being able to be very complete. But with Twitter, you have 140 characters. So it's right. like, and I don't want to be, like, I don't want to, you know, spell something wrong or, or you know, I'm not <laughs> going to use an thing. R yeah. and a U. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, so I have to be, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> it makes you think more. But it's also a little more casual and a little more, you know, you can be friendly and it is 
it's one on one, and yet it's in a public venue. So yeah. you can be having a conversation, but you know that there's thousands potentially that are watching your right, conversation. Right, yeah. So that makes sense. it's interesting. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, normally we have a segment called Classic Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have another segment we haven't done in some time called What's Going Down in Bytown. Yeah. And we do little segments uh, here and there. Now we don't have any news this week, okay. but we do want to do a segment. <laughs> Nothing happened this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do want to uh, try a, a new variation of this segment of What's Going Down in Bytown. So Rob, do you want to explain what's going down in Bytown is? So yeah, uh, I mean, you, you said it. it's... It's sort of current events. So the ne- the next few weeks, I guess, in in perspective, maybe the next month. And uh, we thought, since you're here, maybe yeah. you could help us out and just uh, give us a rundown of some of the biggest stuff that's coming up in Ottawa. Maybe even the next couple of months. Yeah. Sure. So like end of March to yeah. April. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Uh, Nature Nocturne is coming up at the Canadian Museum of Nature. They do this once a month. Have you ever been? Has uh, I've been. Yeah. Yeah. But, but do, do Isn't explain. it fun, though? Do explain. Yeah. Uh, so it basically, really it's a Friday night, yeah. so they aim for that kind of uh, after-work crowd. There's a different theme every month. I believe March's theme is invisible, so they have fun <laughs> with light and with, you know... Uh, <laughs> so, there's nobody there. So yeah. like, <laughs> it's an excuse to not decorate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you just can't see it. <laughs> Imagination. I've tried that before. Um, so... They, have, they bring in DJs, they've got craft beer, they've got some food options, but you can wander through the museum and interact with the exhibits, but you, there's also a really killer dance floor in the Queen's Lantern, and it, it's a really neat vibe. It, it's um, a way to experience the museum different from any other time you've been there. Yeah. Um, Ontario Scene is coming up at the end of April and beginning of May. Um, it's a 13-day event at the National Arts Centre, or sponsored by the National Arts Centre. Every two years, they do a different scene. So they've done Atlantic Scene, and BC Scene, and Northern Scene, and Quebec Scene. This year, every yeah, every two years. So this year is Ontario's uh, turn. Ontario Scene, they bring in everything from like dancers, and singers, and uh, plays, uh, comedians, chefs. It's a real multifaceted look at Ontario's talent. So for 13 days... The NAC and other venues are just packed solid with entertainment. Um, and then the fun part, if, if we look ahead, and I'll put a pin <laughs> in this because I'll come back to it. In okay. 2017, of yeah. course, it's Canada's 150th yeah. birthday. Yes, and the entire country will be celebrating, but gosh darn it, Ottawa is going to own 2017. Okay. <laughs> Apple, we are going to just have so much fun that year. I can't wait. Um, and in 2017, the National Arts Centre is going to do Canada Scene because they've done all oh, their wow. regions. So it's going to be a month-long oh. celebration of the best of the best Canadian performers, uh, musicians, uh, comedians, uh, chefs, you name it. Sure. So that's, cool. that's something to look forward okay. to. But for right now, it's Ontario yeah, Scene. this year it's and, Ontario Scene. And when is that? The end of April and beginning of May. I forget the exact dates, but I think right. it's like April 27th to May 8th or sure. something like that. Okay. okay. Um, Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Look that up. Uh, there's a new exhibit starting at the uh, not at the Canadian Museum of History, the former Museum of Civilization, that mm-hmm. looks at Terry Fox because it's 35 years after his Marathon of Hope. Wow. That's oh a, Lord. Believe wow. it or not. <laughs> okay. Know, does that make you feel old? Yeah, it does. <laughs> so actually, what, one of the interesting things they did with this exhibit is they asked Canadians to send in if if Terry Fox ran through your town, say, and you have a picture of him running past your house or your school to submit that. So they're actually going to have real Canadians photographs right, yeah. okay. incorporated into the official exhibition, which I think 
the museums, the national museums have really upped their game in the last few years where they're really being inclusive of the entire country. And that's what a capital should do. It should reflect the entire country, not just this area, but a little bit of, of all of Canada. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the great selling points of Ottawa, too, is that we do have, we're such a huge country, there's no way if you're coming from Germany that you can see it all in one visit. Yeah. But if you come to the capital, you get a little taste of of the everything. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love that I like Ottawans that. are like that, too. Like, it's rare to find born and bred Ottawans. It just seems that everybody's from somewhere it else. Does, yeah. They yeah. came from... Uh, or they came to work or, or like they're at DND or Department of National Defense or they're at the, one of the universities. It's a very transient um, sure. population, but it's reflective of the entire country. And yeah, I just love sense. that about Ottawa. Yeah. Um, of course, leading like into that. May, we're, we've got the Canadian Tulip Festival and the yes. tulips themselves, the real stars of the show. <laughs> uh, the festival runs the 8th to the 18th, but the uh, tulips bloom when, when Mother Nature says they can. Yeah. <laughs> we always get t- uh, calls, I was saying earlier, we always get calls saying, when will the tulips bloom? And <laughs> it's impossible to put an actual date there. <laughs> so you have no control over that. I have absolutely no control. <laughs> right. I wish I did. That and opening and closing dates of the Rideau Canal Skateway, I would uh, sure. tell my soul for that, the, those powers. <laughs> All right, all right. But uh, but I have to say that the National Capital Commission, the people who plant the tulips, they've gotten really smart over the years because they now plant early blooming tulips and late blooming tulips and mid blooming tulips. So they really try to do what they can to ensure that at least some tulips will be in bloom for the entire festival. But uh, yeah, it's also the 70th anniversary of the uh, end of World War II. This spring Mm -hmm. and if you know the story of the canadian tulip festival the dutch royal family took refuge in ottawa during world war ii because the nazis invaded holland so princess marguerite who was the younger sister is the younger sister of the former queen beatrix she was born here in ottawa and the canadian government actually declared her hospital room dutch soil so that she could be born a princess the rules were written that Dutch princesses have to be born, or right. royal family members have yeah. to be born in Holland, but there was no going back for the birth. Right. Of course. So one little bit of, of the hospital was declared Dutch soil. That's and really also cool. a neat little tidbit, that's the only day, the only time a flag other than the British flag, the Canadian flag, or the Governor General's or Royal Pendant, Pennant have ever flown on Parliament Hill that day, her birthday, uh, the Dutch flag flew on Parliament Hill. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Exactly. I love hearing stories like that. Exactly. Countries coming together. Yeah, and, and so the best part is, so after, and plus, I mean, the real story is the, the heroism of Canadian troops that liberated, helped to liberate the Netherlands. Yeah. Well, that's the real story. When the war ended, the royal family went home, and in a gesture of thanks, they sent 100,000 tulip bulbs to the people of Canada, but they sent them to Ottawa. Sure. Right. So we, not... I can say I wasn't old enough for this, but we in Ottawa planted them on Parliament Hill along the Rideau Canal at Commissioner's Park. Um, and every year since, even to this day, there's been a gift of tulips uh, from the Dutch royal family and now wow. the Dutch Bulb Growers Association as well. Unbelievable. So talk about friendship over the years. Yeah. It's yeah. a pretty, pretty cool story. Yeah. I, and I, I love that the tradition continues, right? Because yeah. I, I, I feel like a lot of things after a few years, it's like, okay, well, we're yeah, enough yeah. with this. Maybe they won't notice <laughs> we don't send some this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just wean off. And, yeah, that's exactly. Okay. And then another major thing, it's, this is a little farther... Um, uh, a little later, but at the end of May, of course, it's Ottawa Race Weekend. The yeah, marathon, half marathon, 10K, 5K, 2K. Uh, that, that's a huge There's nothing shorter than that. 
Uh, I'm, I'm looking for something maybe just a bit easier. A block. Yeah. 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 Ten meters. Got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, they do a, a kid's marathon where go. over a period of time um, you run the 42 kilometers, but it's kind of like a yeah, kilometer my, at a time. Yeah, my fiance is a teacher. She did that oh, with her students last there year. Oh, yeah. cool. And so I think on the day last, of... It's like a kilometer and a half or something. Yeah, 1.2 yeah. or something. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. There you go. So maybe we can yeah. do that. There you go. <laughs> but that event, curiously enough, or maybe not curiously enough, it is one of the best in terms of bringing people to town. Like, we have wonderful festivals, don't get me wrong. The Tool- Canadian Tulip Festival, the Blues Fest, Jazz Fest, Folk Fest, which is now called City, City Folk. Folk yeah. yes. uh, the International Chamber Music Festival, which right. is the largest in the world. The Animation Festival, the Writers Festival, Spring and Fall Editions. Putin Fest, Spring yeah. and Fall Editions. Yeah. Yeah. Those bring people to town. But the Ottawa Race Weekend, there's 50,000 people who run... Uh, I forget the exact percentage, but a big chunk of those come from out of town. Right, so they're yeah. staying in hotels. They're bringing people to cheer them on. Mm-hmm. They're eating in our restaurants. They're visiting our attractions. They're taking our tours. They're taking our taxis. They're buying souvenirs. This is a huge economic generator for Ottawa. So yeah. I, I love that I work in a positive industry, and, and most of the stories I tell are very positive. <laughs> yeah. um, but it is a good news story for the city. Like the, the, These are dollars that, are, that come into our city that... Um, that help our economy. And it's not, people, I think, sometimes think tourism, oh, it's kind of a like, whatever, it's kind of a mm. fluffy thing, it's not serious, it's not like high tech or, well, we're actually the third yeah. largest industry after the federal huh. government and high tech, we're the third largest industry in Ottawa. So we're not, not talking you know, pennies, we're talking millions <laughs> and or over a billion dollars. Yeah. So economic impact and that's not i mean i'm assuming there's lots of people helping out but your team is very small Mm -hmm. well again we partner with our our, uh, hotels and our attractions so our 350 members so yeah it helps our work go and get amplified sure jantin do you participate in the auto race weekend i i run i started out running the 5k and now i run the 10k so i'm registered in the 10k oh that's great i'm very slow really really slow but i have to tell you honestly the first time i ran the 5k it was i i couldn't believe it like you know you're one of i think in the 10k it's 10,000 people and the 5k is 8,000 people or something anyways you're part of you know thousands of people and there's all these people along the way cheering you on and yeah. your your bib has your name so i mean for me it's hard because jantine's not a name that you can immediately <laughs> recognize but you can hear people going hey bob you can do it or hey jane you're you're looking good and sure. like people were cheering me and i was almost crying because i'm like they're, they're cheering me. <laughs> i can do this I, yeah exactly <laughs> and you feel like a rock star when you yeah. finish that's great that's and cool. they they spun off now they the other race that we make a point of doing every year is the army run in september yes that's yeah. just such a feel good amazing race and uh, they let the injured soldiers go off first, and it, it's all it raises funds for the military families fund. And I can't say enough about that race. It, mm. It's a five k or a half marathon, so we only do the five k for that. One. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, cool. That's cool. It's earlier in the morning. The ten yeah. k is at six p.m., which is a very civilized time to run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. With uh, because you have your your ear on the ground in Ottawa, you have so many options as to what did you to spend your time with. What uh, what ends up catching your eye or what do you like to do well i have to admit uh i was very intrigued with the the craft beer because i am a craft beer Mm -hmm. fan so um we we did our kitchen a couple years ago we actually installed one of those kegerators so we actually oh wow yes uh, so thanks to broadhead uh, that's where we excuse me bought our kegerator and so there's amazing 
an amazing craft beer scene here. So Bose yeah. kind of started it. Well, I shouldn't say they started at all, but eight years ago on Canada Day, they'll celebrate their eighth anniversary. And eight years ago when they started, there was Clock Tower, which is still around yeah. and has four locations now and is a wonderful spot. And there was um, Heritage, which has since been sold uh, and revamped. It's now like um, that brewery is now Kitchissippi. Okay. Oh, another great. Uh, well, it's not the same beer or anything, but it's right. just, sure. anyway. Yeah. So at that time, it was like, when Bo's opened, it was Clock Tower and Heritage, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And now, we just did a little flyer that I use with uh, visiting media who, who come. So we do this little thing saying, Ottawa's craft beer scene, and we list all the breweries, brew pubs, and beer-friendly restaurants. It, it's not an exhaustive list, right. no, but even but... for the breweries, I think we're up to like 23 or 24. Wow. Yes. It's and a, that's in eight years. And most of those are within the last, like, even three years. Like, yeah. there's Nita Beer, N-I-T-A now, Nita Beer. There's uh, Broken Stick. There's Dominion City. There's, yeah. um, I mean, beyond the Mill Street, which does, even though they're based in Toronto, they do brew some yeah. Ottawa-only beers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Clock Tower, of course. Uh, there's Big Rig. There's Big Rig. Uh, three brewers. And they just opened a second one yeah. uh, in the East End. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it's a double-sided pamphlet. That's not yeah, exactly. That's not <laughs> but, but you know what I like about this pamphlet is that you talk about craft beer-friendly restaurants. Exactly. Because so that's, that's important Brothers to a lot Beer of Bistro. Like, everything sure. they make has beer in the recipe. Uh, oh, wow. Even their desserts. So oh, very cool. That's a fun spot. Wow. That's in the Bayard Market. Uh, yeah. uh, Black Tomato has, I think, the best, I would argue, the best list in Ottawa for really? Ontario and Quebec craft beers. Like, they sure. had some really cool stuff. Who uh, knew? Errol Naloon and the Bleed has place. a great yeah. list. Uh, yeah. Uh, the beer beer market, well, beer market on Sparks yeah, that just yeah. opened uh, is great, and Central Beer House out in Canada, uh, near the cinemas, the old okay. there used to be an Irish pub, and that's co-owned by Chris Neal of the Ottawa Sen- Senators. Oh, uh, it, it blew me away. It's got cool. a great list of international huh. beer. Yeah, of course, it used to be O'Connor's pub Italia, or something. Yeah, yeah, pub Italia, Italia of course, Christ. with their beer bible yeah. and yeah. vineyards yeah. with their beer list. Uh, yeah, they've got uh, some really rocking things going on. That's, that's great. So you can keep that. Oh, I will. It's going to frame it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will. No, I'm going to carry it with me. Um, uh, so, cool. definitely the beer scene. Um, I think other things, the quirky, like, I love talking about quirky Ottawa. So, uh, the Diefenbunker. Have you been out to the Diefenbunker? Mm-hmm. I have. been to forever. I still haven't. No. That's one of the ones I would argue that um, Ottawans, when you ask them, what haven't you seen that, that you think you should or that's on your list? Bunker often right, comes up, yeah. so it's a half-hour drive west. It's totally worth it. Yeah, um, they do some really cool programming. Um, they've done zombie-themed uh, activities at uh, Halloween with Haunted Walk. They've done kids spy camps. I've been begging them to do an adult spy camp. I want <laughs> yeah. to go to spy camp. I want yeah. to learn cryptography. <laughs> yeah. And they do these this thing with like um, yarn, where they stretch the yarn between, like in a corridor, and then the kids have to pretend that it's laser beams, and so they have this crawl oh, yeah. through as if they not get stung by the laser beams. Yeah. And anyways, <laughs> it's fun. a really cool thing. They've done scavenger hunts and yeah. uh, music nights and movie nights, and sure. yeah, I love the deep and bunker. Uh, there's a, a an artist named John Chaprano who does um, balanced rock sculptures in the Ottawa River. So every spring, uh, once the the runoff from the the meltwater has has ended, uh, he takes rocks that he finds in the river and he balances them. And it's really intricate shapes. It's not like a nook shooks like oh, just okay. the standard thing. Sure. Yeah, some kind of look like that, but most of them don't. And okay. he uses little shims to to balance them exactly right. And it's just 
breathtaking. So if you're driving or riding your bike along the, the pathway, just all of a sudden you come upon this like community of these rock sculptures. <laughs> and then every fall and winter, it's all destroyed by the ice right, and snow. Right. And then every spring he starts again. So wow. it's a really cool. I think I've seen those. I never pieced, it's at, pieced at, together. Uh, Remick Rapids. Mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. Okay. That someone was, that it was intentional or that exactly. someone did it. And yeah. he's been doing it for years and years. I think oh. it's like 20 years or something. He's been out there doing that. So, really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, that's super cool. Dedicated. Yeah, I was going to say it, but that's a, that's a nice little feel good story, right? Yeah. So that's that's yeah. cool. I like that. And, um, I think I mentioned earlier the uh, Ottawa City Rafting. So the white the guys from Wilderness Tours, they've offered started last year where they offer whitewater rafting within the city limits. So you can literally take a bus to Britannia Park. They leave from Britannia Park. You get in a raft. Now these are class two and three rapids, not class four and five like you would find in Beechburg where you fall out and you get wet and you could kill yourself. <laughs> right. Uh, well, really Good old wet. fun. Yeah. yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. Hardcore adventure. Uh, so class two and three means you're going to bounce around, you're going to get splashed, but you're not going to fall out of the boat. So it's right. it's good for kids, it's good for older people, or people who just want to see if they like it before doing something more adventurous. Um, and it's a, like a three-hour tour. You go through three sets of rapids, you go under the Champlain Bridge, and uh, you end up near the Canadian War Museum. That's where you pull out. Oh, so, okay. And then you could like walk to Mill Street for a nice <laughs> yeah. lunch and a beer. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's just amazing. And again, you t- tell people, oh, you can go whitewater rafting in the city limit, like within the city limits, and they just don't believe you. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. This is the first time <laughs> hearing of it, exactly. to be honest. But so. that's, that's great. Cool. Um, um, oh, so we're, we're running low on time, but yeah. I want to make sure <laughs> that we... No, that's, that's great. Yeah. Um, but I want to make sure that we get to a little bit more about 2017. I was going to say the same thing. I, I'm really excited. I've started <laughs> seeing too. ads for it, like yep. the post, big poster up on City Hall. Exactly. Yep. You're going to um, see a lot more of those. And they're at the yeah. airport, the train station, in the Byron Market now. So that's yeah. really... Ottawa 2017 is uh, the brand, if you will. So it's the 150th anniversary of Confederation of Canada. And again, as all of Canada will celebrate, but we've been working for over two years with the city and with other partners so some things have been announced. For instance, there's uh, the new Canadian History Hall that's going to open at the Museum of History. Okay. So that old, or the old one was where you walked through the thousand years of Canadian history on the right. second floor or third floor. Uh, so that's all being revamped. There's oh, a new wow. Arctic Gallery at the Museum of Nature that's going to open. Oh, The Science and Tech oh. Museum will reopen after their Yay. renovations <laughs> and restorations. Right. Uh, Arts Court, that whole development where they're building condos and the Lejeunet yes. Hotel and uh, performance space and the Ottawa Art Gallery gets new space. That's opening in 2017. Canada Scene that we talked about at the National Arts Centre, that month-long celebration of Canadian performers. That's happening in in 2017, there's talk of an outdoor classic type NHL oh, game. Oh, yes. It will, in December of 2017, it'll be 100 years of the NHL. Right. I, I believe of the yeah. first game or the first... Yeah. yeah I've got to get my, my wording correct <laughs> on that. Um, so there's a lot... Oh, the uh, Currency Museum, which has been renamed the Bank of Canada Museum. That okay. should be opening in 2017. So there's a lot that's been out there. The Canadian Video Game Awards are coming to Ooh. Ottawa. Oh, cool. They announced this a couple months ago. <laughs> and um, one of the things that they're looking at doing is projecting video games onto buildings so that <laughs> you'd actually be able to play on this ginormous wow. screen. Wow, awesome. Well, it wouldn't be a screen. It would be a building. Yeah. Still. Imagine that. Yeah, that's, that's be great. Pretty, pretty spectacular. Yeah. So I know a lot of people are like, well, what else is going on? And they want to know all the details. And... You know, we have the first right of refusal for the Junos, and uh, oh. there's talk about the Grey Cup. There's all sorts of things that are wow. out there as yeah. possibilities, but 
but we have to be realistic too. Like we still want people to come in 2015 and 2016. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we can't show play all our cards yeah. now yeah. and just have people say, "Oh, well, I'm not going to go until 2017 while all these spectacular things are happening." Yeah. Right. So you're going to see some announcements probably in the spring of of some things, but yeah. it won't be everything. But I can guarantee you, it will be a a year long celebration, and there will be something. It won't just be about July 1st, 2017, sure. right? Because there's only so much capacity for a one-day event. Yeah. We want people coming in every single month, yeah. and we want existing events to add to their programming or to finesse their programming and to be creative about their programming so that there's increased reasons to come in 2017. Right. So yeah. we will be talking about 2017 for a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I can't it's, wait. It's the whole city has a chance of getting involved and put your thinking caps on now and... You know, because it's going to come before you know it. Yeah, yeah. They've been saying, is it, I'm, I'm trying to remember now, because we've talked about the O-Train, the expansion. Is that supposed to be it's opening up by then? 2018. Oh. Right. Confederation Line opens in 2018. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, so close. Yeah, <laughs> missed opportunity. That's all right. You can't rush what it. What can you do? Yeah, yeah exactly. You wanted to work. So. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Well, that's great. Uh, so why don't we, uh, why don't we do a speed round? Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo. Okay. Ah, uh, you're Being familiar with what a speed round is? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no math questions. Okay. At least not from me. Uh, Roz is a bit of a wild card, so we'll see. I know a little math. Okay, there you go. A little, but a lot of things. All right. Basic addition, then. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> so we'll have Rob put uh, two minutes on the clock, and he'll give you the first question. Okay. Here we go. Two minutes. Uh, what, what is your like sort of dream destination, travel destination? For me to travel to, yeah, I really want to go to the north of Canada. I've been to Whitehorse and um, uh, Dawson City, but I haven't been to Nunavut or Northwest Territories. And there's these cruises that go all okay. up there that yeah. would be amazing to see. Cool. Uh, what was the last Ottawa restaurant you went to? Technically, Chez Lucien last night. Ah, <laughs> but we also go. visited uh, Albi- the Albion Rooms and Smoke Shack. For right. Some ribs. Nice. Oh. There you go. Best dish in Ottawa. Oh. oh, Lord. I can't just pick one. <laughs> All right. Well, one of your favorites. Uh, okay, one of my favorites. Dessert-wise, Holland's Cake and Shake. Those little mini cakes. I'm not a dessert person usually, but mm-hmm. they knock my socks oh, off. Oh, man. Sure. Um, the ribs at Smoke Shack, uh, <laughs> yeah. if you're in a rib mood. Yeah. Uh, anything by Mark Lepin at Atelier, because he just is so creative. And, sure. And we were just at supply and demand, and I was so looking forward to that, but the power went out. <laughs> so oh, we ended up having oysters, which were great, but <laughs> oh, we're, go. we're going back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. uh, what is your restaurant recommendation for Ottawa? I, I have to ask questions about who the person is, because I can range, it can range from Hintenberger to, uh, to Atelier to yeah. Mina on, on Preston Street or Das Local on Dalhousie Street. It really depends what kind of evening out you want. Right. Uh, let's say a fancy evening out. Fancy evening out. Uh, the new Becta is quite uh, impressive okay. on Elgin okay. Street. Just Great. in our office building, actually. Cool. <laughs> What's your favorite street in Ottawa? Uh, uh, oh, I know this is lightning round. I'm supposed to be quick. Uh, <laughs> or one of them. Murray Street. Okay. Yep. Because it has Chez Lucien, it has Murray Street, the restaurant. Sure. Uh, the Back of the Heart and Crown, the Rainbow Gelato, Piccolo Grando Gelato, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Navarra. That's a good it's pretty pretty good street. All right. <laughs> was the first car you've ever had? We finished. Uh, yeah. Technically, I. Oh no! I guess I was co-owner. The first 
one was the PT Cruiser. Oh, my dad PT for Cruiser. <laughs> yes. My dad worked for Chrysler. And I didn't actually own my own car yeah. until my husband and I kind of hooked up and sure. he had one. And then when we bought one together, I think mm-hmm. the first one we bought together was the PT Cruiser. Oh, there you go. Very cool. Black. Oh, okay, classic. Yeah. So it wasn't one of those ones with uh, wood paneling oh, on the God. side. <laughs> they brought it back. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, not a Woody. Okay. okay, just checking. Um, one of the more interesting things uh, before you finish up. One of the more interesting things that you said was um, was that uh, obviously, as Ottawa tourism, the goal is to bring people to Ottawa, yes. right? So your focus isn't so much in Ottawa; right. it's, it's to bring people in from the outside. Uh, so I'm, I'm from a place called Elliott Lake, Ontario. Okay. Uh, Rob's from... Retirement community. Exactly. Formerly a uranium capital <laughs> yes. of the world, so let's be honest. No, <laughs> Rob's from Calgary. Keegan's from uh, uh, Bell's Corners, uh, so, so yeah. Olive Oil. Uh, yeah, it, it kind of counts. But what's interesting, and I, I know Keegan and I have talked about this, is that when I was in Elliott Lake, I would see on TV the Remembrance Day ceremony. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when I moved to Ottawa, one of the big things was, yeah, Canada Day, for example. Uh, going on a canal, things like that. But when I talked to, I, I think you were one of them, Keegan, that, uh, you know, you, we were talking about a lot of people from Ottawa hadn't even really known that Remembrance Day was a big thing in mm-hmm. Ottawa downtown. It drives me crazy. Yeah. But, but <laughs> it's true. Or yeah. Canada Day, people typically stay in their respective oh, boroughs. They don't go crazy. downtown. <laughs> and, and, and it's interesting. Yeah. And, you know, with the 2017 thing that you're talking about, it's really advertising to Ottawans as well, right? right. But, is there ever an idea on, on shifting the mentality to really promote things to Ottawans about Ottawa? Yeah, I think I was a little too strong when, with my, <laughs> my flippancy of, like, no, I don't no. care about you in your own No, 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 of course. We did do a campaign a few years ago, uh, Be a Tourist in Your Own Town. Yeah. That was a, a one way that we addressed it. But I have to say that our social media is geared not just towards those out of town. We have really good relationships with Instagrammers and people mm-hmm. on Twitter and, okay. and Facebook friends that share, especially our Instagram account, our, our colleagues, um, Bev and Natalie, they do a great job monitoring that and or maintaining that account. Sure. Some of the images of Ottawa that are presented are just spectacular. Yeah. Um, they've done some Insta meets and, you know, meetups where they've, right. they've walked around. We brought in some influencers. Uh, uh, one was from Australia, one was from Toronto, who's got, you know, a worldwide follow, worldwide following, um, during Winterlude, uh, that, produce some amazing stuff. So we are talking to Ottawans and trying to encourage the best of of Ottawa to be shared. Yeah. I mean, we are a membership-based organization, but to me, my philosophy with journalists is I'm going to answer the question. And the same with, with uh, people who are asking questions on Facebook or whatnot. You don't want to be so hemmed in by, I can only recommend this restaurant because they're a member. You want to, you want to really answer the question in a way that, leads to coverage, leads to people talking about it, leads to people coming back because if you, it's not so much about what it does for that one restaurant or that one attraction. It's if people are, are, are advocates for Ottawa, that helps everyone. That brings yes. more people and not every person right. who comes, even if they've read a wonderful article about Atelier restaurant, it doesn't mean that they're all going to eat at Atelier. It means that they're going to come, they're going to find something that speaks to them, but there's nothing that can replace that passion that you get for really Hitting the nail on the head. This is what I wanted. This is what I got. Yeah, right. I know. I get yeah. it. Really cool. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, you good? Yeah. Oh, look, look like you're going to say something. <laughs> so why don't we, we uh, let's close it off. Uh, where can they find all things 
auto-tourism related. So our, our brand new website, which just launched a couple weeks ago, it's autotourism.ca. Uh, there you go. Uh, and then again, on the, on the Twitter, we're Ottawa underscore tourism. I'm Ottawa Jantine, J-A-N-T-I-N-E. Um, there's Instagram is Ottawa tourism and Facebook is visit Ottawa. Okay. A few, uh, Keegan, where, uh, where can listeners find us? <laughs> they can find us at ottawatpodcast.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, on Twitter. Please uh, poke us. Something. <laughs> is that still a thing? I don't know. Is it? I don't I think have, you could poke a I've page. I've been poked in ages. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we uh, we're, we're always looking for reviews. So yeah, we got. Uh, I'm I'm promised that we would uh, say hi to anybody who did give us reviews. You did promise that. Franco so. Variano gave us a very nice review on iTunes. Franco's so, a great uh, guy too. Yeah. yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. He's uh, he's got his own podcast and he runs a bunch of he's run startups and he's involved in the startup community in ottawa so uh, absolutely thanks yeah. for that absolutely super um audible.ottawatpodcast.com get a <laughs> get a free book ebook yep audio book uh, and, and help support <laughs> us as well by doing it yeah. Uh, yeah that covers most of it eh? yeah all of it let's say all of it so uh you know what's coming we're mm-hmm. gonna ask you to say auto what and then we'll cut it right after that are you ready i'm ready auto what